Hey everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Spacebar. This is the podcast for musicians, music directors, uh, playback techs, really anyone that's using Ableton Live or tracks on stage. If this is your first time, welcome. If you are a returning listener, then welcome back. Thanks for being here. Today, we're going to talk about something that's very practical. It doesn't just apply to tracks. So if you have a friend that isn't currently using tracks, but you find this material valuable, then feel free to send this to them. But today, I want to talk about how to improve communication with your band on stage. We're going to talk about some low-tech free solutions. We're going to talk about some higher-tech uh, paid solutions. Uh, but I have four tips and tricks. Who knows? Maybe I'll throw in an additional one as we go uh, on how to improve communication with your band. I think this is super important. Uh, I have a saying when I'm teaching students, uh, when I'm talking to people about great bands, I always say great bands have inside jokes. And what I mean is it's this kind of idea that a, a band, a drummer can look over at the bass player and all they do is just kind of nod and the bass player knows exactly what's happening. You see musicians on stage and they look and they just suddenly start laughing. They all know at the same time exactly what they're talking about, uh, why they're laughing. That's because good bands have uh, inside jokes. That's because uh, great bands um, have really good communication on stage. So I'm going to share four tips really quickly. This should be a shorter episode today on how to improve your band's communication on stage. Again, this doesn't have to do with Ableton Live. This applies in any context, any scenario. So let's talk low tech first. Number one, hand signals. Now this seems, bear with me, you're going, duh, okay, Will. But I'm surprised by the amount of bands that don't do this, don't do this effectively. Um, just hand signals. Two particular scenarios that I've done this before that I've used. One is hand signals to call chords to people. So uh, this happens particularly, I think, maybe less. I don't know. I'd be interested to know, uh, for those of you that uh, are out on the road playing with artists, you've got a plan, you play a set. Um, I wonder how much this happens. Maybe if a guest artist happens to show up that night. But I know this happens a lot in a church world where um, a new worship leader gets up, a pastor gets up and says, hey, the band's going to play this song. The band's going to sing this song. And the band's like, uh, we don't know this song. Well, then suddenly the music director starts going, and I, if you're listening, I'm holding up one finger, five fingers, six, four, right? And what that tells me is the one chord, five chord, six chord, four chord, right? Uh, you can use hand signals to tell you what chords are happening when. Um, that's a great way to communicate non-verbally without having to say anything to say six, four. Now, uh, I've worked with folks before that will say, like, I'll show you what key it is based on, you know, up is, is sharps, down is flats. So if I do this, I'm holding up one finger, then we know we're in the key of G because it's one sharp, F sharp. Um, and so they'll say, you know, it's, it's like charades, musical charades, key, and then chords, five, six, four, right? That's super helpful. The other thing that's, that's helpful hand signal wise is song section. So verse, chorus, Bridge, typically we do this. Uh, wrap up, right? Ending. Um, we have signals like repeat, you know, where you kind of do this again. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other hand signals. But I've been in scenarios where without anyone saying anything, just this behind the back, just, you know, the keep going thing behind the back is enough to let people know like, hey, we're going to repeat this. That's enough of a signal to me to be prepared to, to repeat a song section. I get into this conversation a lot lately with people that want to have freedom and flexibility with tracks. And they say, well, I need a way that, you know, in the last measure, I can jump all the way over here. And I'll say, well, okay, there's ways to do that. We'll talk about this. But one of the most important things to improve your communication or one of the most important things to improve your ability to, 
to, to flex and to flow and to have um, freedom and flexibility of tracks is to improve your communication on stage. Um, in a church world, if you're working with a worship leader or a vocalist that they suddenly decide they want to go to a bridge, they knew before they got there that they wanted to go to the bridge. We need to help them figure out how to decide on that beforehand and then communicate it to everyone. Halfway through the course to, to do this, to hold your hand out like a bridge or to do this for a verse or a chorus or this to keep going, Communicate that far enough in advance so we can communicate to everyone else. Now, nonverbal communication, hand signals only work and go so far. Number two, this is a little more high-tech. It's a paid solution, but you probably have tools and utilities you can use to make this happen is to use a talkback mic. That is maybe the number one most useful tip to improve your communication on stage with your band is to have a talkback mic. What's a talkback mic? Well, at the lowest, most possible technical requirement level, cheapest way. It's a mic on stage, typically for the music director, um, that is not turned on in the house. And so what I mean by that is me as a guitar player, I'm playing guitar, I have a microphone. Maybe it looks like I'm singing, maybe occasionally I do sing into that, but that microphone just goes to the band's in-ear so that they can hear, so that when I see the uh, the artist do this for repeat, I could just get in the talkback mic and say, okay, we're gonna repeat. Um, and that doesn't happen in front of house. The audience doesn't hear that communication. Now, what do you have to do if, uh, what do you do? Well, before we get there, let's say one of the things you could do with the band to improve the entire band's communication is give everyone a mic. Often I'll see drummers who have a mic just off to the side. And if they want to say something to the band or they want to ask for more of something in their ears, they'll just reach over to the mic and say, hey, I need more, blah, 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 right? That's that's a helpful thing. So maybe consider giving everyone in the, the band a talkback mic. Um, but what do you do if you need a mic? You need uh, to sing. Maybe you're a vocalist that's like singing with your microphone. What do you do in that scenario? Well, uh, uh, let's start low-tech again. Second solution, kind of low-tech solution to this high-tech problem is uh, to have a, a second mic. So you could have a mic you sing into. Oftentimes you'll see this like microphone here and a microphone to the side that people turn to that's their talkback mic. That's just a cheap, easy, simple solution to, to do that. But Instead, what you should do is uh, use uh, something like the Proco panic button. Uh, Radial has uh, a great little box that I'll link in the description um, that lets you plug one microphone in and it has two microphones out, which is great. What that means is you plug your microphone in, you hit a stop box, and it's going to change from your first output to your second, uh, and that just goes to the band's ears. I'm going to link to a video I have where I show how to set this up on YouTube, but essentially what it is, again, is one mic in, two outputs out, so that one Output goes to front of house. Everyone can hear it. Uh, people in their ears can hear it because they're singing. It's got vocal effects. And that second output um, goes to front of house, but it's turned down and it's only in the ears. That way, with the same mic, I can be singing. I can press that foot switch and suddenly say, let's do the chorus again. Let go of the foot switch and I'm back to just singing. That's a really helpful utility. Also, Radio has, and I'll link to uh, videos uh, as well, um, uh, a course I have on this. And I may. I'll consider releasing either this course for free or this particular video for free. But uh, radio, radio has, I believe it's called the Relay XO, which is a box that actually works with wireless mics. And I show you in this course how to set that up. So if you're a singer, a vocalist, and you have a wireless mic that you're singing into, um, you can have one of these foot pedals on stage. You can uh, have it go a very long distance over XLR. 
And you can talk sing into your mic, and then when you need to step on the foot switch to then have talkback, which is really, really great. So those are some high-tech solutions with a talkback mic. Again, even within that, there's low-tech solutions of having a second mic. And, and But that's a really, really, probably of all four of these, the, I think the most important to implement that's really going to help you. Number three, this sounds obvious, but plan. What I mean by that is there's a lot of scenarios where um, I've worked with artists that are really good at this, where they say, okay, we're going to close with either this song or that song. By planning, what I mean is they tell us that in rehearsal, not as we're stepping on stage. Or if they tell us that as we're stepping on stage, it's fine because both of those are songs we have rehearsed. So if you take a little bit of effort, particularly you as the person in charge, the music director, to rehearse, to practice the song, to practice possibilities for the song, um, then that's really going to um, to change things for you. To say, okay, we may do this song, we may do this song, um, be prepared for both of these. Or maybe uh, we have two sets that we're going to rotate in and out. For festival dates, we'll do this. For uh, headlining dates, we'll do this. Um, if we plan ahead, we can practice individually, we can rehearse all together, uh, and we're going to have a lot of success with that. Number four, last tip here is uh, rehearse safe words. And what I mean by that is, um, and this is more so of the person who's in charge, come up with some sort of word that lets the band know what we're doing. If I say this word, if I start to tell this story, this is the song we're going to play. That's going to alleviate, that's going to give you as the person uh, up front, the person in charge, it's going to give you the freedom to change a song here in the set. It's going to give you the freedom to um, uh, to jump to another song. It's going to give you the freedom to skip a song in the set if you, number three, plan, but number four, create the safe word where people know, um, hey, when I tell this story, when I say, hey, we're so thankful you're here, but we can make more change by doing this, then we're going to this song. If I say, you guys ready for another one, we're going to do this song. If uh, I say, you know, whatever it is, uh, Plan through that in rehearsal, talk through that as a, as a band. But if you come up with those words, those phrases, those stories, and tie those into moments and things that are happening, then people are going to be able to understand and the band's going to be able to follow. And you as a leader, you're going to still have the flexibility to go wherever. You're not going to feel tied to things. People running tracks in Ableton are going to have the freedom to follow you and to do that really, really well. So um, those are just a couple tips, a couple pointers for improving the communication of your band on stage. If you're the person in charge, um, as someone who has been in a band and not been in charge, man, it makes a difference when communication is really well. Uh, if you're the person in charge, consider improving that for the rest of your band. If you're not the person in charge, consider bringing this to the rest of your bandmates and saying, hey, is this some stuff we could implement? Um, uh, are these ways we can improve our communication? I'd love to know in the comments, if you're watching on YouTube, let me know um, what you've done, what steps you've taken and implemented to improve the communication of your band. Uh, no matter what context you're in, if you're playing in a church, you're playing in a stadium, you're playing uh, in a club, let me know what you've done to improve the communication with your band on stage. Thanks so much for watching, for listening to this. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor, leave a rating. Consider leaving a review as well too. It helps people discover this. If you're watching on YouTube, please, please, please subscribe, like this video, a comment. Again, let me know uh, what you've done and implemented to improve the communication of your band on stage. That really, really helps. Also hit the bell icon so you're notified when we post new content. I post new videos every single day at 10 a.m. Central. I know I'm crazy. I'm nuts. Uh, but consider doing that as well too. And then finally, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you think you know someone else who would enjoy this, text it to them, email it to them. Um, getting the word out really, really helps. Thanks so much for your support. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week, next Monday, 10 a.m. Central. Take care, everybody. Bye.